Sweet. All right, welcome. To our God, we lift up one voice. To our God, we lift up one song. To our God, we lift up one voice singing hallelujah. They rocked that out today. Okay? And my goal for you is to rock it out in your life. Okay? Do y'all know what you're sitting in? But you're in church, so when we have rows of chairs, they're called what? Pews. So my message tonight is get out of the pew, you're starting to stink. Yeah, you like that, don't you? All right. So the deal is this. You know, I'm just thinking of this, to our God we lift up one song. When I looked up here, I, you see the band and we have a bass player. Okay, if he just was up there doing his thing and there was no one else up there, would we have had the same experience? Okay, if we had Josh up there and he was just playing the drums on his own, would we have had the same experience? Most likely not. But when we look up here and we have a bass player and a couple guitar players and a couple vocalists singing more than one part and having a drum kit providing a rhythm, we have something beautiful. We have something amazing and something that draws people to God because everyone was doing their part. They had a passion, they had a talent, and they were doing their part. The beautiful thing about being in here, I'm going to kind of tell you one of the reasons why I love coming to the ground floor. It's because I get to see the next generation of believers and worshipers rise up and use their gifts in the kingdom of God. And that charges my batteries more than anything. I'm really going to be bummed next week on Wednesday when the academy is not going on. Because for me, it's a time, you know, I just, I just see it. I see the energy. I see everything. And I just love to see Emily. I love to see Will. I love to see um, Kennedy. I met her this, this summer. I'm, no, I'm a name. Ah, okay. But we've had people all summer long. As a matter of fact, I want to give a shout out to Emily and Kennedy and uh, Lauren, who's not here. In my small group today, one of the biggest things that the kids said that what was impactful for them was they thought the games this year were awesome. And that was one of the things that they said, this was really cool because in the previous years, it wasn't there. So you guys got to use your gift to bless other high schoolers and middle schoolers here. And that's what I'm talking about. That's what I'm talking about today. And so today, I want to encourage you to use the gifts and talents that God has given you to use for his glory and for his kingdom. And I'm actually going to flip, you know, in my mind, I was like, okay, this is going to be my second point, but I want to start off with my second point. So we're going to flip-flop. Don't be afraid to serve because of your age. When you accept Christ as your Savior, the Holy Spirit starts working inside of you, giving you gifts and talents to serve in the kingdom of God, to bring people to Him. And a lot of times, I think it's like, well, I, I can't do that because, because I'm young. 
I mean, think of the freshmen that are coming in right now that are thinking, well, I would love to serve in the ground floor, and I have, I have a talent, I have an ability, but I'm just a freshman, and so I think I'm just going to sit back and, and, and just kind of hang out for a year. And I would encourage you, please don't do that. I need you. They need you. Don't hide your gift. Don't ever be ashamed and say, you know what, there's someone older there, there's someone with with more education. You know, I have zero Bible school training. Pastor Matt has three years at Hillsong. So in some ways, I'm younger than him. Because he's had three years of education. He's like, don't do that. You have gray hair. I don't. <laughs> you know, but in some senses, you know, it's whatever. You know, but it's just like the Holy Spirit has given me such a passion for you guys. My gift to you is to come up here and tell you that God loves you so much that he saw in the Garden of Eden what happened to all of us when Adam and Eve took of the apple. And he's like, wait a minute, I had this other picture in mind, and they, and they took that fruit, and now everything's going to get messed up. And he's like, no one will be able to fix this. There's nothing that they can do in and of themselves to 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 restore themselves and to redeem themselves into what I had designed in the Garden of Eden. So he prepared a way. He prepared a way through his son, Jesus Christ, and it took thousands of years to orchestrate. And finally, he sent Jesus Christ to the earth to live a perfect life. And like Pastor Daniel said a a few weeks ago, he became the curse So that when he died, everything that God knew that we were going to do. You know, someone said that Jesus could kind of see each and every one of us on the cross and knew all the stuff that we were going to do. And he took that upon himself. He took the curse upon himself. So when he died and rose again, when he rose again, he redeemed you. He has victory over the death that was due to us. And in him and through him, we can become everything that God had envisioned beforehand. And I get to tell you that week after week, and it's awesome. But I want to tell you something. I can't go where you can. If I walk into your schools, you will have a code red lockdown. They will say, there's some old guy walking around the halls. Keep the kids in the classroom. Okay? We don't know. He looks kind of weird. Okay? I might even wear my Holland. You know, I'm a teacher at Holland High School. So, you know, it's just like, oh, no, he's a Holland guy. Ah, you know, we're Hudsonville. Oh, we're going to beat you. Whatever. Okay? Actually, you know, the Byron Center guys are sitting there. Oh, you're in our league. We were going to whip you. Uh, You know, but, you know, the thing is, I can't go where you can go. God has equipped you. God has given you a gift to use to minister to each other here, 
our brothers and sisters in Christ, but you guys see each other in your hallways. And I can't see you when you're walking down the hall and you need someone to put, you know, someone, I, just, I just need someone to, to put their arm around me. I can't be there, but you can. When someone is struggling, I can't, especially as a public school teacher, if I came up to one of my students and saw them struggling and said, can I pray for you? <laughs> I'd be in the principal's office. I'd risk it anyway, okay? But the thing is, you guys can do that. You guys can evangelize in your school. You guys can encourage in your school. You guys can witness. And it doesn't have to, you know, be, you know, let's hold up a sign and, and just whatever. And, you know, we're, can I have a booth at lunchtime? I would like to have a thing here and need prayer, five cents, you know, like Lucy did at the Peanuts. Okay. You know, you can go and do that. And you don't have to have any special training save the Holy Spirit working on you, bringing out the gift that is naturally inside of you. And here's the deal. I so encourage you to get involved here. Matter of fact, um, as I was talking before the, um, the start, Patrick actually was just like, you're talking on this? He's like, we need to have a sign-up sheet. If you're talking about people, you know, wanting to serve, we need to have a sign-up sheet in the back. So I had Rachel actually put one out in back. So if you do feel inspired and say, you know what, I do want to serve here, there's a paper on the 411 table that you can put your name and maybe a passion area. So that when you leave tonight, you can go back there and just put your name down and put your passion area, and we'll have Kendra, Pastor Daniel, um, give you a jingle when they get back. Because I can't tell you how important it is. To our God, we lift up one voice. To our God, we lift up one song, and we sing hallelujah. Why do we get to sing hallelujah? Because when we act like we are part of the body, we get to bring people to Jesus. And it might be something big, and it might be something small. I was talking to someone, and you know, if you would have told me, as a high schooler, you are going to be a professional speaker. You're going to get up in front of people every day and speak. I would have probably wet my pants and said, no, I don't think so. Um, let me run and hide in any direction. Matter of fact, when I went to college, I actually went to college to learn how to be a construction manager. Okay, that was what I was going to do. I was going to build things. And all of a sudden, God's like, no, that's not what you're going to want to do. And so he gave me a different heart and a different passion in college. And then he, but he gave me a different area. And one friend in college said, you know what? I think you'd be good at this. And so I explored it. And the second I got into a classroom, my first time in the front of the classroom, I was like, oh my gosh, this is it. I get to work with high school students all the time. This is cool. You know, and my wife thinks I act like half y'all anyway, so it doesn't, you know, it's just like, cool, I get to go act like a high schooler and no one will look funny at me because, you know, that I work with them. The beautiful thing is that God shaped me little by little by little by little so that by the time it came, I mean, it, literally, how many of you, honestly, would have a little bit of nervousness coming up and standing up here right now and talking. 
All right. Some of you are going to. I don't know which one of you, but I know that God is going to prepare some of you to take over for me someday. And as much as I'd love to be here when I'm 82, there's going to be a time when God's going to call me out of here and someone's going to have to take, me, take my place. I need you. I need you to be ready. Because you guys walk around right now and you know who you're going to minister to? Obviously each other. Okay? You're going to minister to those kids that are in Noah's Ark right now. I mean, some, you know, Jared's kind of snickering because he works there right now. But, you know, and some of you may as well. And I, and I applaud you because I know some of you are here and you're just like, but I, I serve in the church. And I'm like, awesome, awesome, awesome. All right, because here's the freedom you get from serving here in the ground floor. I'm just going to give Patrick for an example. Okay, uh, past couple weeks we've had some announcements. Hey, if you want to be part of the worship ministry, if you play an instrument, if you, if you sing, if you do this, hey, talk to Patrick. So all of a sudden, I play an instrument, okay, and I'm going to get up here, and I'm going to go, and I'm going to play my stuff, and ooh, you know, it's going to be nerve-wracking, because I'm going to jump up here. Sorry, Josh. And it might be... Right? Patrick's going to be like, that was good. <laughs> but maybe if you try something different, we might be able to get a better sound. Okay? And so he's going to, you know, sit there and say, all right, why don't we try to do a kick on, 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 on one and then a snare drum, and then a kick, and then a snare. Okay. I can do that. And he's going to help me out. And he's going to say, yep, that's good. Can you go faster? Okay. Faster. And then he's like, well, wait a minute. What if you add something over here? So, you know, oh, no, three things. All right. And he might, you know, Get me to here. And I'll be like, all right, I can do that. And he's going to sit there and he's going to say, yeah, we can get a little bit more in there. And we can. And that's enough of that. Don't tell Bruce I can do that. Okay, and the thing about that is I get, I get help. You know, I love seeing you guys get up there. I love Noah coming up here. I mean, I went and, you know, I noticed they didn't have a drummer last week, and so I was like, hey, you need someone for practice, and here Noah Watkins is, you know, uh, what's he, 17, 18 years old, and he's leading the whole group, and I'm loving it. I'm like, here's a kid who has been alive the length of time I've been leading worship and he's telling me what to do and I'm loving it. You know, because I'm just like, this kid is rising up and using the gift that he was given and it's a beautiful, beautiful thing. And so I'm not here today 
to say, naughty, 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 those of you who are coming in and leaving. Okay? I'm here to tell you that there is joy in serving. So I want to tell you a quick story from Scripture because I don't want this to be about me because if it's about me, it doesn't last. Okay? But this is about God. And so here we go. Go back to the start. The parable of the talents, Matthew 25, 14 to 15. The kingdom of heaven can be illustrated by the story of a man giving, going on a long trip. He called together his servants and entrusted his money to them while he was gone. He gave five bags of silver to one, two bags of silver to another, and one bag of silver to the last, dividing it in proportion to their abilities. Then he left on the trip. Now, Pastor Anley Stanley from down in Georgia kind of explained in a message that I heard from him saying that the five bags of silver was like a lifetime wage. Okay, if we go back in time, the people that heard Jesus tell this story was like, you, he got five bags of silver? It takes a lifetime to earn five bags of silver. And he just, bam, dropped it. Okay? Now, we have another version. That was the New Living Translation. If we, li- if we read from the English Standard, it says talents instead of bags of silver. So you may have read that before, that the one person was given five talents and the other two talents and the other one talent. All right, you've probably heard this story before. Okay? And the other thing that I want to share with you is a huge verse. Who is the man going on the journey? In the story, who's God or, or who's Jesus referring to? I just gave you the answer. I hate when I do that. Okay? So, so God is the man going on a journey, right? And he gives the person the five talents, the lifetime wage. He gave the person the talent according to what? That person's abilities. And I think the number two thing that hangs us up, not just the age thing, I think one of the number two things that hangs us up with, work, with, with serving is kind of thinking to ourselves sometimes, well, how come I didn't get five bags? Why do you only give me two? Well, what's wrong with me? And think about the guy with only one. You know, well, those guys, they, they got five and they got two. How come I only got one? How come, how come they got the ability to play the drums or the guitar or to sing? I wish I could sing like that. Man, that's awesome. I can't do that. Okay, I can't carry a tune in a bag. And so what's going on here? And, you know, someone might say, well, I, man, I would, I would love to speak or I'd love to give announcements or I'd love to do the prayer and whatever, but, but my gift is behind the scenes. I get charged up coming in here. Last week, I tell you what, guess what I did last week to serve you guys? No one noticed, but I did something, okay? Everything that I did for you guys last week was back there. I didn't even get put on the list of, you know, when we, when we serve, we kind of get a job to do every week. I wasn't even on the list. 
and I came in, I'm like, oh, I'm not on the list today. And did I get bummed about it? No. I was like, you know what? I'm going to go back. You guys love playing pool. I'm just going to go rack all the balls. Oh, some people, you know, they leave some stuff on the tables. I'm going to go clean that up. So when you guys are done, all of a sudden you want to go play pool, it's just like, oh, it's already done. All right, now that's not necessarily a here, but what I'm saying is I can get charged up about that because it's just like, you know what, I can do something small in the kingdom of God so that you're blessed. Because like I told you, one of my biggest things of coming in here is watching you guys rise up. So if I become less here and you guys become more, because you're rising up, that next generation is rising up and you're using the gifts that you are given and you develop them here and you're getting good mentorship and you're getting good leadership, then you are going to help raise the next generation up in Christ. It's like adding another log on the fire. If it dies with me and you guys don't rise up and use your gifts... My log can only burn for so long. You guys have been around a fire pit when that last log goes out and it gets cold. But if we add another log on the fire, you guys rise up and get yourselves on there, then, oh my goodness, the kingdom of God is going to explode. How many of you know someone that needs Jesus? You don't have to do the job on your own. You can use your skill. You can use your ability in the kingdom of God. And I just want to read scripture. 1 Corinthians 12, 4 and 31. Now there are a variety of gifts, but the same spirit. And there are varieties of service, but the same Lord. And there are varieties of activities, but, it, but it's the same God who empowers them in everything. To each is given the manifestation of the Spirit for the common good. Your gift is for me. I had a pastor that said that once to me. I, I wrote a song a long time ago. Okay? And so I wrote this song and I sung it to the pastor. And he said, you need to sing that in front of the church. And I was like, ah, I'm a drummer. You know, can I give it to someone else? No, you're singing in front of the church. And he's just like, that gift wasn't for you. That gift was for us. You need to get out here and you need to sing that song because God gave you a word for this body of believers and I want you to share it. And it's like, you know, when the pastor asks you to do something, it's usually a wise idea to do it, even though you're freaking out, okay? And that was one of those first experiences, okay? I started playing drums at a small church. When we came here for the first time, oh my goodness, okay? The size of the sanctuary is just slightly larger than the one that we went to. Actually, it was a lot larger, okay? And Pastor Ken came up to me and said, because I had played um, for him at a different church. And, you know, he was playing the percussion instrument that day. And I said, hey, how you doing? I see that you're playing percussion today, blah, blah, blah. And he said, yeah, that's because you weren't there. Get up there. Really? And so I went through the process and then eventually got called to you guys. But, you know, the thing is, we're called. We're given stuff. And it's not for us. It's for the common good of the body of the believers. So don't hide your gift. Okay, 
Here's some, some of the gifts that the scriptures talk about. Wisdom. Some of you are going to get wisdom. Some of you are going to get knowledge. Some of you are going to get faith. Some of you are going to get gifts of healing and works of miracles. I would love that one. I don't have that one. I would love to be able to walk up. You know, Bobby's like, oh, man, my shoulder hurts. It's healed. Bam. Miraculously, bam, Jesus heals him. In the name of Jesus, bam, healed. And he's, you know, throwing, you know, 90-mile-an-hour fastballs for the Tigers next week. You know, that would be sweet. But God didn't give me that one. And so, you know, it's just like, you know, I'm not jealous about that because, you know, I was, you know, what, a couple weeks ago, we had a speaker come and they talked about the Holy Spirit and how many people were healed here? I mean, Sunday morning service and I, you know, I was hearing, we couldn't be here that week and, you know, Pastor Daniel's like, oh yeah, someone got healed of their ankle, someone got healed of this, someone got healed of that. And I was like, that's cool. I don't have that gift, but it's awesome someone does because my knee hurts. What's his name and address? When's he coming back? Okay, because I need a little of that. His gift, him using that gift of healing, using those gift of miracles through him can bless me. Hopefully what I provide to the kingdom will bless him in return because that's what it's all about. It doesn't matter if you don't feel comfortable coming up here. Not everyone has to. Matter of fact, I think more work is done not in this room and behind the scenes than what's up here. Hours of work that's done. And now there's one person up here. But it's not all me today, I guarantee you that. Okay, there's tons of work that came into here that you were blessed today because of small things that people did because they were faithful in the talents that they were given. Okay? For just as one body uh, has many members... We are all members of that body. And, th- and this is the thing, you know, with just about looking at people with different gifts. And this is just so funny in Scripture. I'm reading this, and Paul's like, you know, don't be jealous of other gifts because, you know, if we all wanted to be an eyeball, how is that going to help out? Imagine the giant eyeball here and the slice of pizza right here. If we were all eyeballs, we could see the pizza and not do anything to get it. So it's like, you know what? I need an eyeball. It looks good. I love my nose because I can smell it and it smells good. I can have bones and muscles to reach out and grab it to bring it to my mouth so that I can taste it and it tastes good. All right, there's stuff in my body that I have no clue what it does, but if it doesn't do what it's supposed to do, I'm dead. What's the spleen? I don't know. (laughs) But I heard it's bad if it doesn't work. Okay, serious. All right, I had an appendix. I used to have one. It's gone now. I guess it doesn't do much of anything because they can cut it out and you can still be fine. Okay, you might even be able to lose a kidney, but if you lose two kidneys, you're in trouble. All right. There are things in your body, and the funny part is, you guys chuckle, there are parts of your body that you will never know that you have until you get my age. And all of a sudden, you throw a ball, and all of a sudden, something hurts, and you're just like, I didn't know I had something there. But now I can't lift my arm. It's important to my body, and I never knew it was there until I got old. And so I need someone, you know, to help me out. I love my physical therapist, you know, awesome. 
get me back on track. But you know, the awesome thing is that there are so many things that go on in my body and I had no, no clue about them. But those body parts are faithful. And because those body parts are faithful, I am alive. Resurrection Life Church can be alive when every single person is doing what they were called and skilled and talented to do. You want this place to be a place of life? You want people to be about excited about coming here? If you are serving in the kingdom and you are being all that you were created to be, if you are giving to God what you were <laughs> created to give, people, this would be addicting to come here. People would be like, I want what they have. Because all of you would be praying for each other, laying hands on each other, giving encouragement, you know, that wisdom. I don't know what to do. I think it would be cool to go climb this mountain. You're 42 years old and out of shape. Okay, I probably shouldn't do that. Thanks for that word of wisdom. <laughs> all right? So these things are awesome when we're all using that which we have. There was a scripture that I want to read to kind of close things up. And I underlined it and I bolded it. And now I can't find it. Another part of getting old, your eyes go. Here it is. Whatever happened to the guys who went off with the talents. The guy that was given five talents, he went out and used his talent, the talent that he was given, and he got five more in return. He doubled what he was given. He was already given a lifetime supply, and he brought back two lifetime supplies. And here's what the master said. Well done, good and faithful servant. Because you were faithful with little, I'm going to make you and give you much. And here's the kicker. Ready? Enter into the joy of your master. When we use our gifts, it brings us joy. One of the fruit of the spirits. The fruit of the spirits are love, joy. And we can get that by using our gifts for the one who gave us and redeemed us. The second servant, given two talents, went out, used those two talents, received two more talents, doubled his talents or her talents. And the same thing, well done, good and faithful servant. You have been faithful over a little. I will set you over much. Enter into the joy of your master. The third one that was given the one talent he was like, Master, I knew you were a hard man, reaping where you didn't sow and gathering where you scattered no seeds, so I was afraid. Don't be afraid to use the gift and talent that God gave you. For you knew me in the secret place. You saw me when I was knit together in my mother's womb. God gave you everything. Don't be afraid to use what God gave you. He knew you better. He gives according to your faith. He gives according to your ability. Use it. Don't be afraid. 
you have people here that will love you and build you up and bring you up and help you to sharpen your skills. Because this is what this guy said. Cast the worthless servant into the outer darkness in the place where he, there will be weeping and gnashing of teeth. Now that usually refers to what? Hell. But this is how I had this explained to me once. Have you ever almost done something? It's like, hey, Will, I got a ticket to Cedar Point. You want to come with me? No. And then all of a sudden he sees the Facebook pictures of everyone that went to Cedar Point because, you know, I brought Sean instead of Will. And all of a sudden it was just like he sees all of our pictures and Will's sitting there like, no! I could have had all that fun! And I didn't go! Gnashing his teeth because I really could have had fun! Okay? You went to the... I have tickets to the Lions games, Josh. Josh is like, no, I... They're playing the 49ers. He's like, I'm in, okay? And all of a sudden, the 49ers lose, and Josh is like, no! Okay? And I'm like, the Lions win! Hallelujah! <laughs> okay? And it's just like one of those things. When we don't use the gifts that God gave us, when we get to the end of our life and we see all these people in the joy that they get from using their gifts, we go home and we're just like, ah, I'm just not satisfied. I want more of a relationship with Jesus. Well, then do what you were created to do. When you do what you were created and designed to do, you fly. And not because of some strange little thing that you put in your face and inhale. Okay? So it's one of those things. You get to, you get to be up there with the angels, and you are so excited because you are doing everything that you were created and redeemed to be. I want you to experience the joy because, you know, if the worship team can come back up, when we are all using our gifts and talents, we can sing with one voice. When the bass player is doing his job, the drummer is doing his job, and Josh can play that thing a heck of a lot better than me, by the way. He's awesome. Love it. Okay? When the guitarists and the vocalists are doing their thing, it's an amazing thing. And so I want us to sing with that one voice, to use the skills and abilities that we've been given so that you can experience the joy and that others can come to him. And before we sing, I want to give you guys the opportunity, if you can bow your heads and close your eyes, one of those things that I said beforehand that I get to do is explain how you can have a relationship with Jesus. And if you came today and you're out of relationship with him, if you said, you know what, I've heard this Jesus and I want that joy, I want to be redeemed, I want to have that Holy Spirit work in me and give me that gift so that I can experience the joy that you're talking about, I want you to raise your hand when I count to three. If you're ready to make Jesus the Lord of your life, one, two, three. Lift up your hand. Awesome. Heavenly Father, we just thank you and we praise you. We thank you, Lord, first of all, that you saw us in our need and you sent your son Jesus as your Savior. We need him.
And we thank you in the name of Jesus, Lord, that you have given all of us a voice to sing, that you have given us all a job to do. And I just pray in the name of Jesus, Lord, that each one would rise up and take their place in your kingdom, doing work for you, so that we can lift up with one voice and sing hallelujah to you. In the name of Jesus, we thank you.